you are divine. I woke up today and it hit different. <sighs> Hello, my beautiful pumpkins, and welcome back to the podcast or the channel wherever you're seeing this content. Today's episode will actually be available in both formats. Uh, so if you want to just listen to this, you absolutely can, or you can check out my uh, video as well that I will link down below if you are listening to the podcast. So hello, my beautiful friends, as we dive into today's episode of this podcast, I do want to remind those of you that are curious or are interested or have thought about it. We do have the Patreon available where I do exclusive bonus content where there's extra pick of cards that you can't get anywhere else, weekly energy readings. You also get early access to the video portions of these podcasts. Uh, sometimes you get the video before the audio even goes to the public, so you get them completely early. But um, yeah, if you would like to join my Patreon, it really helps me out. It allows me to keep creating content the way that I do and bring you stuff like this. Uh, this actual podcast episode is one that came about because of the Patreon. Uh, I did a live stream in Patreon and many of you said that you wanted more astro astrology content. Now I am filming this in the middle of Mercury retrograde. So I imagine that I'm probably going to mess up my speech here and there, but this is fine. We're all human, right? So today, my friends, I are my, my beautiful pumpkins, really, I want to talk to you about this nodal axis shift, because this is basically the transit that I have been waiting for, for probably the last like eight months or so once I felt fully impacted by the last nodal shift personally, which we'll get to that as we carry into the signs. But Basically, it was just kind of a wild ride for me and I have been waiting for this shift to happen. And when I tell you that I woke up today, the day of the shift, which is January 19th is the day this is being filmed. I woke up today and I felt different. So maybe some of my highly sensitives out there can relate. Maybe you felt differently when this happened. But <clears throat> basically, if you're unfamiliar with the nodal shifts... What happens is basically the North Node and the South Node, which the North Node is is Rahu and the South Node the South Node is K2, if you are familiar with Vedic astrology or sidereal astrology. I'm gonna be talking today about a Western or tropical astrology that is predominantly what I teach and what I study. So <clears throat> you may hear me say Rahu and Ketu, but know that that is the North and the South node. So basically, these are the nodes of the moon. They are points in the sky that shift every 18 months, they move into a new sign and or new signs rather. And it's always the signs that oppose each other. So Last time we had Gemini and Sagittarius, that is what we were in for the last 18 months. And now today we are moving into Taurus and Scorpio. And with this nodal shift, something to know about the nodes in particular, like why they're important for you, for your personal birth charts, they basically rule our past lives, future, uh, destiny, and the past. So destiny, the future, that's going to be all on the north node, and the south node is going to be the past and past lives and where you've come from. And everybody has a north and south node in their astrological birth charts, but 
these nodes still affect you, even if it is not natally the one that is yours. So I have a North node in Capricorn. So when we had the North node, or I think was it the South node that we had in Capricorn? I went through like nodal opposition a few, a few years ago, and that was a really crazy time for me in my life. But I feel like when we have these nodes shifting, they still impact us. They still impact us, even if they are not in your like astrological north node or south node if it's not like specific to your chart it still impacts the next 18 month chapter of your life and usually in a major way it's like the overarching themes for your life for the next 18 months and it kind of rules over your destiny and what your life is going to be about and i can't wait to get into the individual signs because I just feel like I have so much to say. I have so much to say about my past experience with the last 18 months and how excited I feel for these 18 months. But in any case, I want to give kind of a brief overview of the North and South Node in Taurus and Scorpio before we move into looking at where your rising sign is sitting. Now, if you don't know your rising sign, I would encourage you to look for your sun and moon as well. I will put timestamps down below for these, but your rising is going to be the most accurate. So I will also put a rising sign calculator down below. If you don't know your rising, you can get that. So the North Node or Rahu, this is basically what we are seeking. It is our destiny. It is the future. It is what we are running towards right now, as of today, when this shift happened. And the North Node in Taurus, this is all about income, routines, money, material possessions, jobs, work ethic, stability, and grounding. And the South Node, which is kind of what we are pushing away from, it can deal with past lives, it can deal with the energy that I feel like the best way that this has ever been described to me is the North Node is a dialing up of energy where the South Node is a dialing down. And wherever these two are in your birth chart is where you're going to see those energetic forces at play. So the South Node or K2 or Ketu is going to be in Scorpio, which this is all about our shared assets, mystery, intimacy, sex, uh, property, spirituality, and transformation. So I feel like we have basically this sense of grounding coming through really strong, but also really deep transformative times that are coming through as well. And this is all going to play out through the different themes of every zodiac sign, depending on where your sun moon or rising are. So let's go ahead and jump into the signs. Like I said, I'll timestamp these and we'll talk about each one of you. Look for your sun, moon and rising, though your rising is going to be the most accurate. So <clears throat> My Aries, my beautiful Aries people, Aries, Taurus is going to be in your second house and Scorpio will be in your eighth house. So you are basically the poster child for what these axes are doing. So you're going to have a dialing up in your life of having like more stability, stronger work ethic. Uh, you are going to be wanting to focus more on your material possessions and grounding your energy. And you're 
you're going to have a bit of a dialing down of the Scorpio energy, which is going to be that I don't want to say that you will not have intimacy or transformation, but I do feel like if things have felt really intense for you in the past, this is where we're kind of going to be dialing those things down a little bit. Uh, you may find that you have a spiritual transformation, but I find that it's more gentle in nature. It's not going to be as extreme or as intense unless you have Scorpio in multiple places in your charts. Uh, like, let's say that you're a Scorpio rising, like, then obviously this is going to play out a lot differently. But just having, having an Aries rising, I feel like you are, like I said, you're the poster child of this axis, because it stays in your second and eighth house, which the second house is the house of Taurus, the eighth house is the house of Scorpio. So you're dealing with those very similar themes that the nodes are about. Now, if you are a Taurus rising, congratulations. This is your year, honey. This is the year of Taurus. And I feel like I have a lot to say about this because not only are we in a year six, which is very Venusian in energy, and Taurus is ruled by the planet Venus or that Venusian energy. So we, we have this very beautiful, like harmonious Venus dominant year. And then we have Taurus right in here at the rise of it saying I am coming for my bag I'm getting my bread and I'm doing good by me so that is the energy that you are stepping into in my opinion Taurus is the main character this year if you are a sun moon rising Taurus is the main character this year or for the next 18 months really this is Taurus doing Taurus things and I love that and the South node will be sitting on your seventh house, which this is all about like partnerships. This deals with your relationships. So you may find that you're like really driven to just kind of do your own thing this year and you're not dealing with as much partnership. You're not dealing with as much of that um almost more like that Libra energy because the seventh house is ruled by Libra. So you're not doing like Libra is also Venetian in a sense because Libra is also ruled by the planet Venus. But I feel that you're going to be doing less things in groups and partnerships. That's really going to be dialed back for you. And you're going to be way more focused on number one on yourself. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I say Taurus, it is your time. You freaking go and get it, honey. Uh, Gemini, you are going to have Taurus sitting on on your north node in the 12th house. And I feel like for this, this really brings you a sense of endings and beginnings when we have the north node on the 12th house, because the 12th house is ruled by the sign of Pisces. And you are having a dialing up of this deep healing energy that closes out chapters, you may find that a lot of doors are closing for you, but ultimately, it is for your highest good. I know that that energy can be very frustrating, when you feel like you just want to go and do things. And constantly, you feel like doors are slamming in your face. And I'm going to be real with you, Gemini. I think that when you're in that 12th house, especially in the North Node, if you're not used to that Piscean-like energy, it can be harder to handle. But I don't say this because I'm trying to fearmonger you. I think all of these things are good for us in some way. It is what we are needing at this time. And so 
for you having that Taurus in the 12th house, I think ultimately where things have not been working out or where you have been trying to force things in your life, that's going to really slow down for you. And it's going to be a lot more ease if you relax into it. Now your south node is going to be sitting in the sixth house. So Scorpio in the sixth house for you over the next 18 months. And this is really a dialing back of your routines, your health. Um, and I don't mean like your health is going to decline. It's that maybe where you've been previously really focused on those things, or if you feel like it has been a driving force behind you, this is that point where you kind of fade off of that. So especially like, I feel like for you, Gemini, the best thing that I can say with the 12th and 6th is that you just have to let go. If it feels like you are in any kind of like liminal void like space, you just need to let go and allow yourself to be healed and transformed through this nodal shift, because ultimately you're not going to be able to grasp at anything, especially with Scorpio in the sixth house on the south node, where maybe you would normally try to grapple with like routines and taking care of yourself. And like that is where you like dominate. You're not going to be able to rely on that as much. And you're going to have to rely more on spirituality and more on faith. And again, Again, that doesn't mean that like I'm talking about like organized religion. I mean, maybe that is your thing. Maybe you're going to end up going through like this whole religious spiritual awakening. But ultimately, with that 12th house really being highlighted for you, this is having to rely more on faith when things get difficult or when things start shuffling around. And that might be something that you're not used to, especially with Gemini energy. So, and <laughs> what's funny is you would have just come off of the North Node being in Gemini. So you would have just come off of this big, like, first house inhale of like, oh, yeah, time to get my shit done. And now you get to relax and stop doing that for a little bit. So it might actually come as a really welcome change. Uh, and then let's go ahead and move on to Cancer. Cancer, you have Taurus in the North Node sitting on your 11th house. The 11th house, <clears throat> I find that this does deal with <clears throat> public public life. This deals with your reputation. This also deals with, um, I would, I feel like to a degree, this is like broader themes. I also feel like this can deal with hopes and dreams. I feel like that's something that I don't hear enough about the 11th house when people talk about it is the 11th house does deal with like wish fulfillment and hopes and dreams. And so it's very likely that you will have something be fulfilled through the through you this year. Uh, and if that happens, uh, it may be in the form of something for your public life, something that like helps your reputation or boosts you in some way. If you're somebody that has a very public life or you do something in the general public, I feel like this 18 month time period, that is going to be highlighted for you. And I'm not trying to paint it like it's all roses and sunshine. Sometimes when that 11th house is sticking out like that, sometimes it can be that your reputation is getting run through the mud. Sometimes it can be that people are like trying to cancel you or something like that is happening, but not all the time. Like obviously, you know what kind of energy is going into your career field and or like your public life or your reputation. And I feel like if you're putting the right energy into it, there's not really this incessant need or 
there's not really this incessant need or desire for people to drag you down if you're doing things in good faith because the 11th house is ruled by Aquarius, which is the humanitarian. So if we're caring about others, we're putting that good ass energy out there. I don't really feel like this is going to be something that is just going to like bring the hammer, but just be aware. I only share these things because I want you to be aware that your reputation and public life are being highlighted. Uh, and then your South node is going to be in the fifth house of, uh, uh, the fifth house of creativity and children. So I do feel like this is a time period where you might go through needing to heal more of your inner child and transform that energy that has been very stagnant. But it also might be that you find that you don't have as much creative energy and like the way that you tend to create things just really has a pullback. And if you're somebody that's deeply creative, this might be a good thing because it might give you the energy to just focus on one thing instead of a multitude of things. Uh, but I would expect that your creativity is going to go through some kind of deep transformation. And that's why maybe you're not feeling as creative over the next 18 months. Uh, and I feel like when it comes to that, like children energy, this to me is also very much about that healing of the inner child, especially with Scorpio sitting on it, which is to me a very transformative and can be a very healing sign through transformation sitting on your house of creativity. I would just expect that you're not going to see as much or that is going to transform in such a way that is going to positively impact you. Now, Leo's my Leo risings. We have Taurus in your 10th house of career, baby. Oh, this makes me so happy. I have so many Leo rising friends. Um, so Taurus in your 10th house of career, this means that your career is really getting highlighted this year. Your career is going to be the at the forefront. You're going to be working hard for your career. Um, I wouldn't even say working hard if that's not what you're about. I do feel like Taurus is the sustainer, is stability when it comes to the career. But I do feel like with this energy transiting your career house, you can expect like raises, bonuses, change in career if that's something that you're seeking. And then you're going to see a pullback in your fourth house with the south node in your fourth house, which is the house of home, hearth and home. So you may find that over the next 18 months, you're very career and independence focused where you're not really focused on your home life. Maybe you don't really enjoy spending time at home. You don't really want to be there. You would rather be off doing your own thing, doing something different away from the home. Uh, it also might be that as that south node sits on your home, this can also cause disruption in family systems. So maybe you find you're not relating to your family as hard. Maybe you find that family like is somewhere where you previously were really comfortable. This is where that dynamic starts to change for you. And ultimately, I always say it's for the better. Wherever Scorpio is for you during this, it being in the south node, it's going to be deeply transformative for you for the better. So I think where anything with family, if it like doesn't feel good, that's what's going to be getting changed. So my Virgo risings, uh, you have a Taurus in the ninth house. So for... Uh, this transit for the next 18 months, you are going to see an uptick in philosophy, travel, optimism. I feel like having Taurus in the ninth house, this is honestly, 
I think especially those of you that have really struggled mentally. Um, now, I am not a doctor. Please do not take anything I say as like diagnosis or fact. Go and seek mental health medical professionals. I am not a professional. I do not have the credential to like give you that. But I do feel like what I see here with Taurus in the ninth house, this is like really increasing your optimism and positivity. If you have felt really like low and in the drudges and just like not good, ultimately, I think that this is going to be a like an uptick in optimism. You're going to be feeling more positive about life and truly becoming the student of life at this time because the ninth house also deals with teaching and philosophy. And so if you're looking at that being very highlighted for you, you're going to be very into seeking knowledge at this time. Then when we look at the south node for you, what is going to be transformed? What is going to be dialed down? We have the third house of communication. So you may find that you are not really wanting to communicate with others. Maybe communication kind of goes awry for you every time you try to do it. Really, you are meant to be focused on, to me, it's more of this like spiritually empowered way of living versus looking at this way of needing to communicate all of your ideology to other people. It's, it's more about you figuring out what your truth is and not needing to make it make sense to everybody else. Because Gemini is that communicator and you're going to have the south node on your communication house. So you're not really going to need to communicate your truth to other people. And ultimately, I think the way that you relate and like talk and speak to people is going to be deeply transformed. The way it, I feel like those of you that also struggle with like, boundaries is what I'm hearing is that is going to be deeply transformed for you. If you have like struggled to put boundaries, I keep looking down because my notes are down here, but if you have struggled to put boundaries in place with anybody or like any situation, this is where those boundaries are really going to get activated for you. Uh, Libra, my Libra risings, you are going to have Taurus in your eighth house and Scorpio in your second house. So you are going to be kind of going through almost like a, a nodal opposition. Like basically Taurus is the ruler of the second house and Scorpio is the ruler of the eighth house and you have them flipped. So you are going to see an uptick of this intensity of this spirituality of this deep transformation going on in your life. And you are going to see a dialing back of I want to say like more superficial things. I hate to say it as a Taurus son myself, but Taurus can be not always I like I hesitate to say like a lower vibrating Taurus, but they can be a little bit more superficial, a little bit more materialistic. And I do feel like Libra Risings, what you're going to be experiencing is this like wanting to lead a life in transformation and spirituality. And you're going to be wanting to do away with like, I hesitate to say this because I don't want anybody to get it twisted. Like do not use my words against me, but I, it's almost like an exiting of the matrix, like an exiting of the way that we have done things, the way that thing like, I feel like those of you that are Libra risings, you're going to be going through like that deep sense of spiritual awakening in some regard. And the other thing I want to say is 
I think with this, with this intensity sitting on your north node with the eighth house, you also might find that you yourself transform in some really big way. Like this to me can give like dramatic, um, even like weight loss. It can be dramatic weight loss or dramatic ways that you perceive things. But ultimately, there is some kind of a disruption in your day to day and how you were perceiving things before. So Libra, I feel like you can expect some kind of really like revolutionary deep transformation in your life. And sometimes this can come in the form of like your whole ass life literally shifts and changes and transforms over the next 18 months. Like you don't even remember who you were prior to these 18 months. But ultimately all for the best, all for the better. And I don't think you're going to be as focused on material gains and anything that has to do with like money. You're just kind of going to be like, eh, and it's going to be more about the value of things. Like to me, the difference in the eighth and the second house, we have like money versus assets. And so even if there is any kind of financial significance in your life over the next 18 months, it's going to be more about you understanding the value of assets and property versus actually making money and like working hard for it. So Scorpio in Scorpio, 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 I had been waiting to get to your sign. <laughs> Scorpio, I feel like I have so much wisdom to impart on you. If you are a Scorpio rising in particular, if you're a Scorpio sun or moon, this is going to be different. But my Scorpio risings, I need to have a chat with you. Okay. <laughs> Scorpio, I just went through this for 18 months. I just went through the north node being in my seventh house and the south node being on top of my rising. When I tell you, and obviously this was my experience, it doesn't mean that your experience is going to be exactly like mine. I'm telling you this stuff because I want to forewarn you of what it can look like. And I want to remind you that it can change and that there is always hope. I'm not telling you this because I want you to feel like this is doom and gloom. I can't control how you're going to feel about the things that I say. Ultimately, I just want you to be aware because I think if somebody could have told me and I would have listened to what they had gone through, it would have helped me a lot. <laughs> so having the South Node on your rising, because the South Node is in Scorpio, you're a Scorpio rising. Having the South Node on your rising, in my experience, was the deepest form of apathy I have ever felt about life. And this might be something that you're more familiar with. Myself, I'm a Sagittarius rising. I live in the realm of optimism. And so to have that taken away from me felt like losing my life. And like my life force was just gone. So it might not feel that intense to you as it did to like all of my Sagittarius risings over the past 18 months. But for you, having Scorpio in the first house on the what on Rahu or excuse me on Ketu on the south node this is to me ultimately a crisis of identity this can come out in the form of ap apathy in my experience it came out in the form of anxiety and depression but 
again, I'm not, I said this in somebody else's uh, sign. I am not a doctor. I'm not a mental health professional. Please do not use this astrology prediction as that. Seek mental professional health or medical professional health. Help, not health. My gosh, Mercury really is in retrograde right now. But having that south node on your identity it is just a dialing down of your personhood. It is a dialing down of yourself. And literally, I woke up today, the day that I'm filming this, which is the day that the node shifted. I feel like a totally different person. I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I feel like life matters. I feel so happy. I feel like it, like it was that dramatic for me. I can't speak to your individual experience and what your life is like. So I can't say exactly what it will look like, but really I say this as like, this can be a really challenging time. This can be a time period where you feel like you fully lose yourself. You don't recognize yourself. You don't know who you are. And it really is about showing yourself that you are still here for you. You have your own back. And you are able to make it through this deeply transformative time and come out even stronger because of it. So the number one thing I want you to know, Scorpio Risings, is that there is hope. This chapter of your life will not last forever. And ultimately, <clears throat> what it's going to show you is that, yes, you do need to rely on yourself but you need to let yourself rely on other people because the North node is going to be in your seventh house. And they're like, if you have ever questioned whether people love you or like you, or if you have community or you don't, or maybe you like really struggle to let other people in and see the most raw, vulnerable parts of you. In my experience with this, you kind of have to let that all go. And allow yourself to be seen and be vulnerable in front of other people and let yourself be loved and nurtured by others and really let other people step up and be there for you. And again, I don't know exactly what your life experience is like. Maybe that's normal for you. For me, that was not normal. And it was really hard for me to be that vulnerable, but it opened me up to so much more. Like, I feel like in my experience during this transit for 18 months, I lost my social anxiety. Like I don't have social anxiety anymore because I couldn't be bothered with it anymore. Like, I don't know how else to explain that. Again, this is not a diagnosis, but in my experience, <clears throat> I went through such a deep transformation when it came to myself versus other that I'm so much more comfortable in my relationships. I'm able to be myself and not try to cater to what other people think I should be. And even though it was dark and scary and sometimes a really lonely road, I always had people that were there to support me and they showed up exactly when I needed them. So I'm saying this as a forewarning. This can be really hard, but it can also be the transformation that you deeply need to come back to yourself if you feel like you don't know who you are. So that is what I will say about that. Sagittarius. Oh my goodness. My Sagittarius babies. I am so excited for us. I'm a Sagittarius rising. And if you're here and you're a Sagittarius rising, I'm so freaking excited for us. So <clears throat> Taurus is going to be in our sixth house, sixth house of health, routines, stability. We love this for us. And uh, Scorpio is going to be on the south node in the 12th house. What this says to me, this is the axis of healing. This is 
And let me just tell you, I just talked to Scorpio, who is going to go through the transit that we were just in, basically. <laughs> if you have been going through it as a Sagittarius rising for the last 18 months, I know I did. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you have been going through it, it's all about to change. I'll speak for myself here. I literally woke up today, the day of the nodal axis shift, and I felt like a totally different person. I was ready to sit down, record with my face, be present, and like, just be here. And previously for 18 months, I felt like I couldn't even recognize myself because of what we have been through, <laughs> especially my Sagittarius risings. If you're a sun or a moon, this might not apply as deeply, but for my Sagittarius risings, the last 18 months were fucking horrible. They wrecked us. So be nice to your Sagittarius risings if you're cross-watching. But this to me really is the axis of healing. We are going to see a dialing up of taking care of our physical body, taking care of our routines again, getting back in the zone with our own personal drive and what we enjoy doing and creating a life that is sustainable that we love. And the south node is going to be on the 12th house for us, which is going to be a dialing down of all of the crazy mental process stuff that we have been going through. This is going to be a drawback on all of that intense, like us having to rely on faith alone and nothing else. This is going to be a draw away from that. So if you have been really feeling like you just went through it for 18 months, this is where you finally come to heal. And my, I don't know, I can't speak for all y'all other Sagittarius Risings, but I woke up today and I genuinely felt different. I was like, oh, I feel good. Like, for the first time in at least eight months, I was like, wow, something feels like it shifted. Something feels like it changed. And I was excited to get in here and get to work for the first time in months. And <clears throat> y'all have to let me know, excuse me. Um, that's on getting the coronavirus, y'all get your vaccines, um, which I was vaccinated, still got it, but I feel like I've still had like throat congestion since and it sucks. But, uh, Scorpio in the 12th house, I feel like this is a welcomed thing. Unless you have major Scorpio placements in other places in your chart that might change this a little bit, this to me is a very welcomed thing. It's a welcomed change and it's a welcome change in the sense that where we have been is like we were in this place of having apathy and not really knowing who we were and a loss of identity, maybe even like a straight up ego death is where we've come from. And we're going to be really pushing away from that and healing from that experience over the last 18 months. So I like that for us. I think this is going to be a beautiful time for us to really get back in touch with ourselves, to nourish ourselves. I keep saying that 2022 is my most nourished year. And I didn't even realize that that fell in line with this transit and until I looked at the charts. So really interesting. But we are getting nourished and thriving this year. Okay, Sagittarius. So Capricorn, let's look at it. We have Taurus in the fifth house and Scorpio in the 11th house. So Capricorn, this is going to be your most creative time. You are getting a dialing up of creativity, of inner childlike joy. This is going to be a time where you are feeling like you just want to run and dance and sing and play and create. And you're 
going to have a dialing back of being so focused on how other people in the public perceive you. Maybe you're not really focused on reputation. You're not focused on partnerships. You're not focused on humanity as a whole. You're very focused on your own joy and happiness. So I think that Capricorn, you're going to have a nice time with this. Like, I think this transit is going to be more of a fun one for you versus not. I will say this, though. I do feel like sometimes with the fifth house, this can come in the form of drama if you're not careful, uh, especially because you're on that fifth and 11th house axis. It's just something to watch out for. Be careful of creating drama in your life if you shirk responsibility too much, because especially as a Capricorn, I don't think you really have to worry about that. A Capricorn rising, uh, y'all are pretty responsible, but if there's too much like lack of responsibility that can definitely cause drama with other people in your life and people might want to drag your name through the mud for it. So just be aware and be advised with that. Um, Aquarius, you're going to have Taurus in your fourth house and Scorpio in the 10th house. So this is going to be a dialing up a focus on your home life, wanting to make your home some, a place of like retreats and a place of love and tenderness and care. And this might even be a time where you add to your family. Maybe, oh, same with Capricorn, actually. Um, I don't know if Capricorn's still here, but Capricorn also, this might be a time of bringing children into your life as well. Well, but Aquarius, this might be a time where you decide to add to your family. It could be in the form of a pet or a child. Uh, but I, this like fourth house uptick usually brings expansion of the family. And then Scorpio in the 10th house, this is you not really focusing so much on your career or your goals and being way more focused on your home life. So I think this is going to be about you really making that a cozy environment. Now, if you are in a home environment that is really unsettling, this can also force you to address those things. So just look at your home life and what could potentially be coming up over the next 18 months based on what what you're what you're able and allowed to make it. Now, this could also come in the form of you moving house. If you have strong Aquarius placements in your chart, this is the year that you are going to be moving house, buying a house. Like your home situation is changing in some way, and you're not going to be as focused in career and goals. It's going to be way more about how you can make your home the oasis that you want it to be. And finally, Pisces. Pisces, for you, we have Taurus in the third house of communication and Scorpio in the ninth house of travel and philosophy and higher learning. So this is really going to be an uptick of you communicating more, maybe spending more time with siblings, spending more time with um, this might even be like a writing project for you, Pisces, like you get into writing a book or journaling more. It's honestly, however, you communicate the best. This is what you are going to start spending more time doing over the next 18 months. And you're not going to be looking at so much like, it's not about like deep dives into learning. It's not about like faith. It's not about like the ninth house deals with travel, faith, philosophy, and higher learning. That's not really what like that's a dialing away from you're not going to be doing as much traveling, you're not going to be doing as much of this like expanding of self and knowledge, you're going to be putting your truth into words, 
and spending more time communicating with others, especially siblings. Third house rules the siblings. If you don't have siblings, this can also come in the form of like really close friends and building community and support around you with people. So that is what I have for the North and South Node. Just some major themes of what you can expect based on your sun, moon, and rising. Thank you so much to everybody that tuned in. If you listen to the podcast, if you watch the video, I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know if you want more astrology content from me in the future. Some of it is studied out. Some of it is very intuitively done. Um, I like to say that, yes, I am an astrologer, but I do think that there are plenty of people that know astrology better than me. And so I don't make a ton of this content, but if it's something that you like hearing about, I love doing this sort of thing. It's interesting to me. I spend a lot of my downtime studying astrology. That's like what my hobby is. And it has been for many, many, many years. So I really enjoy learning about this stuff. But in any case, I hope you enjoyed this video. Please do not forget to follow me on Instagram, on TikTok. I'm at Chloe Taylor, my podcast, Divine Authenticity, where you can listen to that every Tuesday. We have new episodes. Uh, there's like one week that we'll be missing in January, but in February, we're coming back full steam ahead with an episode every single week. So I would love to have you there. And um, if you would like to join my Patreon, please do so. You get bonus content. You get early access to these videos before they come to my channel. You get weekly energy readings and so much more. You get like a whole catalog of stuff. If you like at the moment that you join, you get everything that has ever been uploaded there. So um, definitely check it out. It helps me to continue to create content like this and make more stuff for y'all. So everything is going to be linked down below and I will speak to you in a future video. Please do not forget when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And I'll talk to you again soon.